Hey everyone, welcome back to the Victress Club podcast. I just want to start out by saying thank you to everyone who listened to episode one. It means so much to me. I got so many sweet little messages and comments and notes from people um, saying that they listened to it and they're excited about it. So that means a lot. So thank you so much. For episode two, I figured I would practice what I preach and share my 2020 goals with all of you. At this point, I assume everyone listening are my friends and family. Hi, mom and dad. But just in case, uh, I thought I would share a little bit about myself just to give some context around my goals. My family is originally from Chicago, but I grew up in Minnesota. I went to college in Minnesota and I live in Minnesota now. So I am Minnesota girl through and through, which was confirmed in episode one when I was editing. And that Minnesota accent is strong. Those O's just cannot be controlled. So yeah, Midwest girl love Minnesota. I have two brothers. I have a younger brother named Joe who lives in Phoenix. I have a twin brother named Bobby who lives in Iowa with his wife Trudy. They've been married a little over a year so it's been really fun having a new sister in the family. My parents are newly retired so they're just living their best life right now. They're traveling more. My dad just got into social media which has been fun for everyone. Um, so I'm really excited for them for kind of their next chapter in life. My day job is I work in digital marketing. I do website, social media, content, SEO strategy, things like that. I love my job. I know it's cliche to say, but my coworkers are amazing. And that's probably the main reason I love my job. I love what I do, but I look forward to work every day because of the people that I work with. Um, And the company I work for, I've been there for almost five years. So as a millennial, that's a long time. So obviously I like it a lot. Aside from work, I own a house. I bought my house almost four years ago. It's a little 50s rambler. It's definitely a work in progress, but it's been a lot of fun working on that over the last couple years. I'm single but I have something way better than a boyfriend, and that's a dog. I have a sweet little 40-pound pit bull mix named Luna, who I rescued two years ago. And she's very sweet, but she's very shy, very nervous, very anxious. She loves other dogs. She loves playing, but she gets very nervous and, and scared around new people. So that's something that we've been working on. Um, once, Once you have her trust, she loves you. And she wants to snuggle and play with you and she'll run up to you, but it takes a long time for her to trust you. So that's something that we're still working on. Other than that, I love fitness. Uh, I do CrossFit and yoga. I love to read. I've always loved to read. I read a lot. Also eat fully plant-based, also known as vegan. The V word freaks people out. So I like to say plant-based. It's a little less scary for whatever reason to people and it's something that I'm super passionate about and 100% believe in the benefits of. I think we can just get into the goals now. That's basically me. I like to separate my goals out into two categories. So the first is kind of like habit goals and the other I refer to as like milestone goals. My, I guess my theme for 2020 after I wrote all my goals down and kind of looked at them is just consistency. So I don't have any big crazy goals. Honestly, launching this podcast was like my big crazy goal and that's 
I squeaked that in in 2019. So 2020, it's just all about consistency. There are things that I know if I'm doing them consistently, I'm like the best version of myself. I know that if I'm anxious or crabby or tired or whatever for kind of a long period of time, it's probably because I'm not consistently doing certain things. So that's kind of what I'm going to be focusing on. So I'm going to talk about my habit goals first. And some of these are things that I'm already doing but I want to keep doing. And then there are a few new ones as well. So the first one is 10,000 daily steps. So I have a Fitbit and I love my Fitbit. I'm constantly checking my Fitbit. Once I got Luna, I became more obsessed with my Fitbit because I had more of a reason to walk. I love going on my daily walks with Luna. It's a big part of my day, especially after work. It's kind of a stress reliever for me. Being in Minnesota, sometimes it's hard to get those steps in in the winter when it's really cold or it's dark at 4 p.m., but I know that if I get get my steps in even on those days, I always feel better. So next are kind of my two fitness goals, which again are just about consistency. So as I mentioned, I love CrossFit and yoga. CrossFit I've been doing for six, almost seven years. And other than taking like a week off here and there, you know, for travel or just needing a break, I've been doing it consistently that whole time. CrossFit goal is just to make it to CrossFit three times a week. I used to go, a couple years ago, I went more than that. I was going like five or six days a week and I was kind of feeling burnt out. That's when I cut back on CrossFit a little bit and then I added in yoga. And so yoga, I've been going twice a week. So that's my my yoga goal is twice a week. I've done yoga for a long time, but I, I started doing it more regularly Uh, more frequently last year, probably like April of last year, I'd say. And I've been really loving it. My next habit goal is to only eat out for lunch twice a week or at most twice a week. So last January, my office moved from the suburbs downtown. If you live in Minneapolis, you know everything's completely connected by Skyway. So it's super easy to go out and about over lunch to basically anywhere you want downtown to get food and it's super tempting so i've been trying to bring a lunch at least three days a week if not every day of the week and i've been doing pretty good about it um but i definitely want to keep that up both for health reasons when i bring a lunch it's usually healthier than if i eat out and also just money i mean i don't need to be buying a 12 dollars salad every day so that's definitely something that i'm gonna keep trying to do Another food-related goal is, as I mentioned, I eat fully plant-based and I follow an app called Daily Dozen. I'll link to it in the show notes, but it is, so basically it's 12 different types of food basically that you should have throughout the day for a total of 24 servings. And it's just a simple app where you check off the types of food that you eat. So each day you should have you know, one serving of berries, three servings of other fruits, one serving of cruciferous vegetables, two servings of greens, three servings of other vegetables, things like that. So I've been following that app for a long time. I do a pretty good job of hitting it most days, sometimes on the weekends, not so much, but my goal is to hit daily dozen every day. So I'm going to keep up with that as well. My next goal is to read one hour a day. As I mentioned earlier, I love reading. I read every single day, pretty much without fail, and I have for a long time. 
I was actually just joking with my college roommate, Alex, my, my random freshman roommate in college. We read like before bed. So we'd like both be up in our little lofted dorm beds with our little reading lights reading. <laughs> and we'd like turn the light off at like 10 p.m. because we were both grandmas and go to sleep. So anyways, I read before bed every single night, always do. Even if it's just 10 minutes, that's something that I've always done. And now that I take the bus downtown for work, I get, you know, each way 20 to 25 minutes of reading because that's all I do on the bus is read. So an hour a day might seem like a lot, but I can pretty much get 45 minutes on the bus most days easily and then you know, that's just a little bit of reading before bed. And other days I'll read in addition to that as well. Especially on the weekends, sometimes I'll read for like an hour or two if I'm having kind of a lazy day. So I love reading. I keep track of all the books that I read. I'll probably do some episodes about books. I might do like a, you know, my favorite reads of 2019 episode or something like that. In 2019, my I was just looking at my list and I'm ending the year with 50 books read, which as... A super type A person, that number was super satisfying. I kind of wish it had been 52 because then that would have been a book a week on average, but I will accept 50 because that's also a good number. <laughs> yeah, I usually read about a book a week, so I want to keep that up as well. The next one is a new goal for me, and it is to wake up on my first alarm. I'm not a very good sleeper. Once I fall asleep, I'm okay, but it takes me a really long time to fall asleep most nights. And I need to probably figure out something to do about that. But in effect, I usually, in the mornings, have a hard time getting up. And I am usually hit snooze about three times. And some mornings, I'll even go through my, snoo- my three snoozes and then even like reset my alarm for a later time. And it's become just a really, really bad habit. I'm going to... St- start waking up on the first alarm. One thing that I did to try and help with this is I bought what's called a sunrise alarm clock. So my friend Katie got one and she's been loving it. So I bought one as well. I can link to the one that I bought in the show notes on my website, but I just bought it. I've only had it for a few days, so I haven't even used it yet. I mean, it's plugged in, it's working, but I haven't actually used the alarm clock functionality yet but basically it wakes you up slowly so whatever time you set your alarm for the sunrise light will slowly gradually turn on and get brighter starting about 30 minutes prior to your alarm time and then you can also set like nature sounds for when it actually hits your alarm time then there'll be sound as well so it's basically just supposed to help you wake up more gradually instead of just an alarm blaring at you I'm hoping that will help. My next one is a financial goal, which I haven't really had any financial goals before, to be honest. So this one is just to invest a certain amount of money each month. I'm still doing a little bit of math to figure out what that exact number should be, but I want to set it up so that money just goes directly to my investment account each month so I don't even see it. It just automatically goes there. It's definitely not the most exciting goal or fun goal, but it will definitely pay off, literally, in the long run, hopefully. So my final two habit goals are the ones that I 
think will definitely be the most challenging. And I'm still, I'm still not sure if I can even do them. They're both related to my phone, specifically social media. So the first one is I want to put a daily limit on my Instagram usage because I know that for me, opening up Instagram is like a twitch. It's I don't even I don't even realize I'm doing it. It's like if there's a if there's a couple seconds of downtime between me doing whatever, I just automatically open it up and start scrolling. Like it's crazy, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I think this is really common. I think limiting the time I spend in the app will just help me be more present with whatever I'm doing because a lot of times when I'm in Instagram, I'm doing other things and I just open it up quick to to scroll through, but I should be paying attention to something else. I think I'm going to try and do 30 minutes a day. So this is one that I'm going to try and test out and see how I do because I want these goals to be realistic. This one I'm, I'm skeptical of, but I know that if I can do it and if I stick to it, it will have a huge benefit in my life. So the final one is kind of related and it is no phone in bed. As I mentioned, I read every night before I go to bed, but what I do is I'll usually read for however long, 10 to 30 minutes, and then I'll put my book down and then I'll pick up my phone and I'll look through Instagram and I'll watch Instagram stories and I'll go to Snapchat and sometimes I'll even watch YouTube and it You know, sometimes it's like 30, 45 minutes of me sitting on my phone in bed. Not only is that time that I could be sleeping, but it also, I think, negatively affects my ability to go to sleep. As I mentioned before, I have a really hard time falling asleep most nights, and I think that's a big part of it. And again, I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with. And I I previously used my phone as my alarm, but now that I have my new alarm clock, there's literally no practical reason for me to have my phone, you know, right next to me on my nightstand. So I think the only realistic way for me to do this is to just, I have to plug my phone in somewhere else, whether it's in my bathroom or on my dresser or something else, because otherwise it's, again, just like a Twitch thing. Like, oh, I'm having trouble sleeping. I'm going to grab my phone and scroll through whatever for 10 minutes. That one, like I said, is another one that I'm a little skeptical of. But I really want to try and see, first of all, see if it actually has an impact and see if there's benefit there and see if I can even do it. That one, those two last ones are ones that I think will be the most challenging for me, for sure. So next I want to talk about what I refer to as my milestone goals. So these are just things that, you know, aren't necessarily things that I'm trying to do consistently. They're kind of more like one and done type things. Although the first one is kind of a habit. It's kind of a milestone kind of habit. And that's related to the podcast. Launching the podcast was my big thing. That was the big the big deal. I was really nervous to put myself out there like that. And I did it and I feel really good about it. So now I just want to be consistent and have fun with it and see what happens. My goal, which is a little aggressive, but I want to put out a new episode every week. So I want to have a weekly podcast. So it's going to be a lot of work, especially because most episodes, the plan is for most episodes to have a guest. So just, you know, coordinating and scheduling with other people could be challenging, but I want to try to kind of stretch for that goal. The next one is related to my dog. So I want to do two classes with her this year. It's something that I did last year and loved 
I just think it's awesome to have kind of some bonding time with my dog. Last year we did an agility class, agility one, which was I think six weeks long. And then we also did what's called a lure coursing class, which was I think three or four weeks. It was a little shorter, which lure coursing is basically there's this kind of wire in the ground with a little flag on it. And the instructor drives the flag around the wire, kind of the course, and the dog just chases it basically. And Luna loves to run. She's super fast. So she loved that. And the the agility class was also super fun. Some of the obstacles she was a little skeptical of and took a while to get used to them be comfortable with them but once she did she had a lot of fun and it was fun for me too and like i said it's i just like doing something like that where we can spend time kind of bonding and trying something new so i want to do two more classes with her this year probably in the summer because i like doing them outside Uh, so I, i don't know which specific ones yet but the next one is i want to get some ortho work done So I have, my teeth are fairly straight. I had braces when I was younger. On the bottom, my front couple teeth on the bottom are a little crowded. On the top, they were really straight. But for some reason this summer, my second tooth on the left side sunk in basically like over the course of two or three months. You can't really tell looking at it, but I can feel it. Like in my mouth, I can feel this tooth. And it's driving me insane. So I want to, right at the beginning of the year, I want to schedule an orthodontist appointment and see what my options are. Because like I said, my teeth aren't that bad. So if I can get them fixed now while they're not bad, I don't want them to move anymore. It'll take less time and hopefully be cheaper. So I'm going to look into that. That's something that I've been wanting to do the last couple months. My next two goals are related to my house. So the first one is I have... Like I said, my house is a 50s Rambler, so I have a breezeway. There's this kind of like weird commercial, like industrial carpet in the breezeway. So I want to rip that out and tile it and paint it and just make it look a little more fresh. And then my other goal is to get my wood floors refinished. So when I moved in, there was carpet in my living room and my bedroom with wood floors underneath. So I ripped the carpet out and the wood floors are... They're good quality. They're just not finished. Like they just need to be refinished. So I've been living with them the way they are for a a couple years, but I just want to get them all refinished so it's all consistent. That one will be a pain just because I have to move all of my furniture, but I think it'll look really nice when it's done. My next goal is a fun one. I started college in fall 2010, which means this fall it'll be, you know, 10 year reunion of when... I started college and when I met all of my college friends. So my group of college friends, there's 10 of us. Two of them I was friends with back in high school, but the rest I met fall semester of my freshman year. So that's when we all became friends and we're still really close. And we've never done a big girls trip together. I've traveled with some of them, like, you know, two of them here, two of them there, but we've never done anything together. So I want to plan like a big 10-year college friendship girls trip. I'm thinking end of this next summer or early fall. And I don't know if I've even mentioned this to all of my college friends. So if you're listening and you're not aware of what I'm talking about, well, we're going on a trip. So I hope you're down with that. (laughs) So my final goal, um, you might have noticed that I didn't mention any career goals. So my team at work, we're kind of transitioning 
we've always supported one business unit. Now we're going to be supporting four business units. So there's going to be a lot of change. So I don't really have big career goals just because a lot will be changing and I'm just want to kind of get used to the change and and you know we have a formal goal setting process at work which we haven't gone through that yet for 2020 so I haven't set those goals yet but even if I had it's they're very kind of project specific so sharing them here wouldn't really make sense to anyone listening but my one kind of career goal that I do want to mention and it's not really a specific goal I, I need to figure out how to make it more specific or kind of measurable but starting in January I'm going to be a manager I got promoted recently which was super exciting so I have a girl who's fresh out of college who's going to be on my team and I'm really really excited She's awesome. She's going to do a great job. So I just, I need to learn how to be a manager, a good manager. And I want to do a good job and I want to help develop her career and make sure that we as a team are doing all the things that we need to be doing. So like I said, that's definitely something I'm focusing on, but I need to figure out how to get kind of a tangible goal. So I'll probably update you on that maybe in a later episode on how that's going but I'm very excited about it well that's it those are my 2020 goals at least as they stand today if I add any or remove any or change any I will make sure I update you in future episodes as I said in the last episode I think I'm going to end each episode where it's just me by one giving an update on a goal and two sharing my kind of random thought or thoughts of the day. I just talked about my goals but I do have an update on one and it's my yoga goal. I recently got hurdler's pose for the first time. That's a pose for me that whenever I would see someone else do it the physics of it just befuddled me. I didn't know how people could do it and in one of my classes the instructor actually took the time to break it down for us i got it and i was able to hold it on both sides so that was really exciting maybe i'll put a photo of me doing hurdler's pose in the show notes because i'm excited about it for my random thought of the day for this episode there's a little bit of a backstory i had to buy a new fridge so my fridge the compressor broke, whatever that means, and it's too expensive for it to be worth it to fix. When that happens, you just buy a new fridge. But it's not like it just broke and was done. It was like dying this slow death where it was just slowly getting warmer and warmer. And so I was in denial and I didn't want to deal with it, but I finally gave in and bought a fridge. But when I went in and bought it, it was three weeks until it could get delivered. So I was basically living without a fridge and freezer. And as someone who cooks a lot of my own food i don't eat out that much it was painful it was very painful so i got my new fridge and i've never been more excited to go grocery shopping than when i got my new fridge i had to completely restock my freezer and there is no better place to buy frozen food than at trader joe's i'm obsessed with trader joe's i know a lot of people are so i'm going to share my top five frozen foods from trader joe's now they have a lot of really awesome like full frozen meals which I don't really buy those I don't really eat those but they have some really good ones so mine are more kind of like frozen ingredients I guess you could say the first one is something that kind of went viral it's very trendy right now and that is the cauliflower gnocchi they're amazing the directions that it gives you on the package are to do it like in a saucepan you know you kind of steam them and then add a little oil but the absolute best way to eat them 
is in an air fryer. If you have an air fryer, you have to try this. They're so crispy on the outside and soft on the inside. And I'll just put a whole bag in there and I'll air fry them up and I'll take them out and I'll put just like olive oil, lemon juice, salt, pepper, maybe a little like chili flakes. And they're amazing. The second is their frozen acai. So I make a lot of smoothies and smoothie bowls, and acai is also something that's kind of trendy right now, but it's extremely expensive. Like if you try to buy it at Whole Foods, it's ridiculous. And at Trader Joe's, you can buy a four pack for like, I think $4, $4.50, something like that. So it's still not cheap, but way cheaper than what you can buy anywhere else, and it's pretty good quality. The next one is probably the thing that I use the most, and it is their frozen roasted corn. Frozen corn is nothing crazy or new or very exciting, but the fact that theirs is roasted makes it a million times better. Like these little frozen corn kernels are actually charred, and it makes it it makes it taste just so much better. And I use it in everything. I will like thaw it or put it in a saucepan or whatever and throw it into salads or bowls or make soup with it. When I buy it, I'll buy four bags at a time. The next item is their frozen veggie gyoza. So I like to just put it in a pan with oil to kind of crisp up the edges and then I'll add a little bit of water to steam it. I've also, I haven't done this, but I've also seen people put them in soups. So like a basic miso soup, you can put them in there and turn it into like a dumpling soup which looks amazing. And my final item is purely a convenience item and it is their frozen rice. So they have a couple different kinds. I buy their organic brown rice and it comes in this like cardboard box and inside there's three little baggies with two servings each. So there's six servings. I say it's purely convenience because A, rice, if you buy it in bulk, is extremely cheap. You know, it costs more than rice, but who has 45 to 50 minutes to cook brown rice? Uh, not me, no one. Also, as I said, they come in these little plastic bags inside the box and I've been trying to cut down on my single-use plastic so it's a little wasteful, which I don't like, but it's so convenient. It takes three minutes to cook one of the little baggies. I know that that was the hard-hitting journalism that you were really looking for today. And that is all I have. There are some things that I mentioned in this episode that I will link to in the show notes. So if you head to the website, thevictorsclub.com, and find this episode, I will link to those items in the show notes there. Thanks for tuning in, and I will talk to all of you again next week.